<clears throat> Get my uh, podcast voice going. Do you have your <clears throat> podcast voice on? I have it now. Good. Good. I'm not wearing hockey pads. <clears throat> All right. That's how I warm no, up I in the morning. Not. I tell people I'm not wearing hockey pads. That's how I get ready for to face the That's day. It's good. It's good. I like it. Welcome to another episode of Structure Gibberish. We're your hosts, Brian and Pat. Yes. And Batman. Indeed. We're back after a long, long and relaxing break. Ah, oh, yes. I think our so last, relaxing. Our last episode of this show was right before Thanksgiving, I think. Um, if you didn't uh, realize it, we also have a second podcast called Special Edition. Uh, and in the interim, we've put out two episodes of that, one reviewing the Bumblebee movie and the other reviewing Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. So, Spoiler uh, free review right now. They were both great. Yeah, they're both pretty good. If they're still around, I think they're. Yeah. So um, I, I to, to add to that briefly, I saw Wreck-It Ralph, the new one. Ralph wrecks um, the internet. Yeah, also very good. I have not no, been Ralph disappointed. Ralph breaks the internet. Right, right, because it should have been Ralph Rex the Internet, but then it wasn't. I, right. I still don't understand why, but whatever. Because the, the meme is uh, whatever broke I, the right. Internet. I think Ralph Rex the Internet pays enough homage to the meme. Anyway, the point I'm trying to make is I've not been disappointed at the theater in some time. You know, and I, I it's part of it is because I've made smart choices, though. <laughs> You know, don't just go 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 around recklessly throwing around your, you know, fifteen ninety five or whatever a movie ticket costs these days. Uh, you How know, much could you, a banana cost, Michael? <laughs> Ten dollars. Uh, but you know, you know, you if you you really, you know, hunt it out and 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 try, I think that you you can you can also not be disappointed. So. All right. Well, <laughs> good advice. <laughs> I believe in you. I believe in you. <laughs> I think my kids would wanted to see that movie. Um, we didn't get a chance to go see it. They saw the first one not too long ago, and though they were freaked out throughout most of it, um, in the end they liked it. So, <laughs> your kids are awesome. I really enjoyed watching, uh, respectively, Bumblebee and Spider Man with with each of your children. Uh, for different reasons, vastly different reasons. They were, they were very good, though. Yeah, so we went to, um, Pat took his daughter Mary into both of the movies. I, I brought Edwin to Bumblebee and Lily to Spider-Man because those were the movies they both chose. <laughs> they told me those were the ones I wanted to see. So, um, yeah, Lily was uh, freaked out during Spider-Man. It was a little bit overload for her. Just a little. Just a little. I mean, to be fair, uh, there's a lot of, especially visually, it's very intense. It's mm -hmm. an intense visual feast, you know, for, for some, you know, for people like us, I mean, it was fantastic. It was amazing. My daughter really liked it, but of course my daughter, uh, saw Brian's daughter. And so every time Lily got all, ex you know, exasperated and hopped in Brian's lap, my daughter's like, well, I got to get in your lap now. <laughs> yeah. It's like, all Sorry right, about that. 
It's all right. It was fun. It was good. Yeah, time. you can get the full stories by listening to those episodes on on uh, jibcast.com. That's our website. Uh, yeah. So now that we got that, it's uh it's freaking cold outside, Pat. Yeah, it is. It's it's really cold. I'm gonna look at my. I'm gonna give you a live weather update for you know a month from now when you guys hear this podcast. It's negative five, and with the wind chill, it's negative twenty one. It's negative five by you, bro. It's the only negative two over here. Don't yeah. don't take away my three degrees. Cooler by the lake. Yeah, and it only feels like negative tw- oh negative twenty seven. Oh man, now it's negative oh, six, and it got- feels like negative twenty seven. Damn it! Sorry. I guess you win or lose, <laughs> depending on what the contest is. Right. <laughs> oh, I'm a loser. No, it's it's really cold, and tomorrow stands to be uh, predicted the coldest day I think of our lives. Yes. People will. People were uh, well in this area. I should say. Uh, it is going to be colder here tomorrow than in Antarctica. Right. Right. Which I'm told is pretty cold most of the time. I, from what I understand, you know, it is social go- cues tell me that it's very cold there. It is going to be cold enough tomorrow that uh, we could potential we could potentially just freeze the thing in ice instead of having to fight it or wonder who is actually the thing and not a person. Wait, are we talking about the orange rocky thing? Talk no, not the not that thing. The thing, the thing from another world. You know, I'm, James is it James, is it James who's James Cameron? Uh, James Gandolfini? No, no, it's you know the, the movie uh, with uh, Kurt Russell, John Carpenter. John Carpenter. There we go. It's got Kurt Russell in it. Yeah, that's what I said. It's John Carpenter. John Carpenter, and uh, Wilfred Brimley. It, no, you're thinking of Cocoon. I, um, I maybe I'm thinking of both. I'm pretty sure Cocoon isn't that the movie where people just cocoon themselves into Wilfred Brimley's mustache? Yeah, and then they <laughs> emerge the... as butterflies by the end. Right. Yeah. Right, but they gave him type two diabetes. It's it's really more of a cautionary it's, it's tale. It's a complicated. It's a complicated film. Uh, don't go back and watch it. Yeah, scholars are still debating the message. I I think you should just talk to your friends about this tomorrow, all of you. Um, that's yeah, that's what you should do. You know what, Brian? What's up? It's, it's fucking cold. <laughs> it sure is. I had to go. Um, so. I was doing some work for Facebook the last few months, and uh, they were they were my client at work, and I their office is about I don't know ten blocks from my office, and uh, yeah, um, yesterday was my last day, and so today I wa- I went over to the office. I took a cab. I wasn't going to walk there. Uh, took a cab to go turn in my laptop and stuff, and they've got a cafeteria and everything with like free food, and so. I badged in and everything seemed to work fine and like all the doors opened and everything. So I went in and got food and I'm sitting there and eating. And uh, these two big guys come over and they're just like, uh, Brian, I'm going to need you to pack up your things and come to the front desk with us. And it turned out that they had deactivated my access. Uh, but for some reason, the badge still let me in. So anyway, they took all my stuff and escorted me out. So that was fun. <laughs> they chucked you out? Yeah. And That's... I, it's entirely possible that my half-eaten plate of food is still in the cafeteria on a table. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I was very upset about that. It was really oh, good. It was a really good breakfast. I'm sure it was. That's crazy that they they they're like, "Hey, you've been deactivated for 30, 40 seconds now. Get the fuck out." Yeah, they came and found me sitting in the cafeteria. 
How dare you? If you spit that out. <laughs> that <is sucker> that's, food. <laughs> if I had thought about it, I would have grabbed my Snapple, but I didn't think it like, I, I figured they were right, just going to like clear something up and I'd be able like, to come back let's in. Go. Yeah. No, they were nice about it. Yeah. Anyway. They knew your name though, right? That's yeah. Nice. And what I look like. Right. <laughs> they have a chart. That would, the, that would, that would mean, be kind of fun, actually. Pat, they work for Facebook. Oh, yeah. They probably know a lot more than my name and they face. Have, they have well well more information. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway. What are we going to talk about today? Uh, you know what? I I want to talk about um, some... I, I, wanted, I, I forgot that we were going to talk about the cold. I wanted to transition from our movie adventures into what we were going to talk about because it would have been a much better segue than this. Oh, do you need me to set you up for this something? clunky. No, Hold it's on. fine. Me, now. Let's, let's just go off to the side a little bit more because uh, what do you need me to do to set this up? Uh, you know, let's just, why don't I, I go back to saying what a good time I've been having at the movies. Okay. And then we'll talk about future good times. Hey, Brian. Yeah. I've been having a lot of good times at the movies. I don't really care, Pat. All right, fine. You know what I'm excited about? More movies coming soon. That's true. I prefer them soon rather than late. Late. Sooner rather than later. No? Agreed. Okay. And you know what else I like? Yeah. I like when a movie comes out of nowhere and already has like a release date and <laughs> a trailer. <laughs> and it's just like, guess what, guys? Here's a movie coming out. It's happening pretty damn quickly. <laughs> and that's the case with the first movie we're going to talk about tonight. Ghostbusters 3. Not Ghostbusters 2 2 <laughs> or, or or Ghostbusters Ladybusters 2. I don't know what this, the, the, the they, proper etiquette is here. Yeah, they were getting, movie, they were getting pretty close to to getting into like Halloween uh sequel <laughs> craziness right, right. territory. Um so is it weird that there's a trailer? And like well, a release date and all fair, this stuff, and they haven't like even cast the movie. Like, right. they, I assume they have a script. I I assume. To be Who fair, wrote the script. The well, so okay. Here's what was it we Bill know. Murray and Dan Aykroyd. I don't think so. Was it Harold Ramis? Bill Bill Murray never wrote any of the scripts. Dan Aykroyd and Harold Ramis, I think, used to write the scripts. Okay, so Harold um, Ramis wrote it. So I'm assuming that no, he's dead, Pat. That's what I'm getting. Right, at. He's dead. I, right, right. No, I'm assuming that Dan Aykroyd had a hand in it at the very least. Um, the exciting thing is that the the first two movies were direct, er, directed directed <laughs> by Ivan Reitman. Okay, mm -hmm. this movie is going to be directed by Jason Reitman, who is his uh, son. Unrelated. <laughs> unrelated. Totally unrelated. No, he, he is his son. Um, and he is, he has proclaimed himself and he has, he has the rights to do it as the first Ghostbuster fan because he was a six year old kid when his dad was making this movie, he got to be on set. He thought it was amazing, you know? So, um, now, they, oh, let me ask you this. This uh -huh. is an important question. I want you to consider the answer, um, you know, thoughtfully before you, before you answer. Um, we have the technology now to digitally recreate actors who have died. Mm -hmm. And this is a movie about ghosts. True. So you see where I'm going with this? I do. And actually, I would love, I, I'd be, I, again, it's, it's very, it's a very hard thing 
I think given the nature of the fact, you know, Harold Ramis was a funny guy. I think he would think it was funny. If it, obviously we couldn't, you couldn't play it for a big gag or anything, but it would be great just to have Egon like floating around in the background somewhere. In the <laughs> corner know, for some, the entire movie. Some like, obviously, you know, he's like poking and prodding and doing some tests <laughs> or something. You know what I mean? It would be a really cool way of doing it. I, so one of my favorite uh, fan art pieces uh, that happened, obviously, after uh, he passed was just all uh, of the busters. You had the three living ones just looking very sad and ghost Egon just standing in a trap. And I was just like, oh, oh, they got him. <laughs> um, do, do you think it would be better for him to like make a brief appearance or for him to just be continually there throughout the movie like CGI Peter Cushing? I think as as far as um as far as the the Peter Cushing thing goes, I think they used him too much. I, I think they mm-hmm. they don't he the the technology isn't quite there where it was seamless. But what if he was know? a what if he was a ghost? Well, that's true. Like like I said, that does add that element of like I'm okay with it, but isn't it weirder? Like what I think would be nice. And again, this is all very hypothetical at this point. What would be nice if is if we saw Egon hanging around, you know, silently, obviously, because you don't want somebody else to play, you know, Harold Ramis. You know, that would be weird. Could Dave Um, Coulier do it? it, Maybe. Maybe. Who played him on the cartoon? uh, Maurice LaMarche. But all he did is his uh, Orson Welles impression, because that's all of his all of his characters are just variations on Orson Welles. So he sounded somewhat like the brain. Yes, he did. He sounded very brain. He sounded a little more. I can't do it because I'm not Maurice LaMarche, but he was a little froggier than the brain brain is. Froggy in the brain. Froggy in the brain. But um, but so here's what I I see foresee with this movie. I'm assuming we're going to get now everybody's assuming that this is going to be a boys club again. Mm-hmm. I highly doubt it. Me too. I highly doubt it. Mm-hmm. I'm what I'm really hoping for is a nice solid two boy two girl situation. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that's a little hackney, but <laughs> all right, so here's how you really get diversity. All right. It's got to be one white guy. That's a given. Got to have that. Sure. Sure. Black guy. Uh-huh. White girl. Uh-huh. Uh, ghost who is uh, gay. One Fair of the enough. Ghostbusters has to be a I mean, ghost that did, has did switched sides. Did you ever? One of the, I don't. You know, the ghost doesn't have to be gay. It could be any of them. Did you ever see Ghostbusters Extreme? No. I mean, Ghostbusters yes, Extreme was the cartoon show mm-hmm. that uh, that you had a Hispanic man, a black man, mm-hmm. um, a goth girl. Uh, was there another girl on the team? Or no, there was a guy in a wheelchair. Guy in a wheelchair. As, uh, as long as it's not... So you've got, like, non-white, and then you've got a girl, but they can't be both. You can't have, like, a black woman on a, on a team like that. You're not that, You're not getting two checks. That's Yeah, exactly. You can't do that in Hollywood. <laughs> I tell you who, uh, who would, you know, be pretty upset about that. Uh, did you hear about Leslie Jones... I have to be more specific. 
You know, you know, she was in the the. I know she was in Ghostbusters. All female Ghostbusters uh, movie, mm-hmm. and um, she is not happy. She is not happy about this movie. I I am not surprised. I wouldn't be happy either if I made a right. If a I movie if I was it did in moderately well, and then people decided right. we're just gonna not we're gonna re we're gonna we're gonna unboot it. We're gonna unboot it. No, see, here's the thing. Um, the thing that I you know kind of I, I don't know that it like bothers me or not nobody's saying we're never going to go back to those girls i mean we're not but no, nobody's saying that you know <laughs> the the but, fact is that i've i've watched that movie three times because my wife likes it my daughter thinks it's cool the the thing that i like about that movie is that it really does take the uh the stigma away from you know, Ghostbusters can only be boys. You know, when I was a kid, I always want, you know, Janine very rarely, if ever, I think maybe once or twice on the cartoon show strapped on a proton pack, you know, and it was always like, Oh, my, my boys are all hurt. I better get on their, their outfits. <laughs> you know, it was, it was never like, yeah, she could do this. You know, it was a struggle for her to like even wear the pack. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and so my daughter is always like Ghostbusters. She she asks me to watch the original Ghostbusters all the time, and it makes me very happy. <laughs> but um, again, the 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 fact that this the new one came out and and removed any doubt that she might have in her head that she could be a Ghostbuster. That's the one thing I really liked about this movie. The things that I didn't like about the movie are, could fill a whole other podcast, which so I'm not going to get into all of them. But what the if? main thing is that oh, – sorry. Let me, let me hit this one point and then, then go ahead. Yeah. Uh, the main thing is that it's a completely different style of comedy, and it's got nothing to do with gender. It's got everything to do with like every moment of that movie is made ridiculously. Like there's no – time spent on character development there's no time there's never a moment that you feel like you're in a real scenario with these people and you know like it's just a crazy supernatural thing happening you know every moment of that movie is treated as a an snl skit Hmm. you know it's how can i be really wacky right now (laughs) You know, and the characters were all presented exceedingly one-dimensionally, with the exception of Kristen Wiig's character. I feel like she had kind of a story, you know, but everything else about these characters were just such one-note blah garbage that I I just couldn't be entertained, you know. Okay, and so, that's that's for me. That's, that's for me. That might uh, that, that, other people don't enjoy that. That's but. probably a fair criticism. I didn't see the movie, but I've heard other people say that as well. Yeah. Um, but let me ask you this. Uh-huh. What if, how would you feel? What if this was actually more like a crisis on infinite Ghostbusters? Yes. See, here's what I was really hoping for in their Ghostbusters movie. Uh, in in the, you know, the, the girl Ghostbuster movie. Um I thought it would be really awesome is if at the very end of the movie, they like open a gateway. You know what I mean? They cross mm-hmm. the streams and all and they just look through and all they see is just like Ray. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like where it's just like, oh, my gosh, 
You know, that would have that would have tied it all together. You know how much better I would have felt about even though, again, it you know, it's a the style of the comedy was not what I was looking for. Um, I would have felt so much better if Ray was just like there to be like, yeah, hey, yeah, you guys should do it. Here you go. You know what I mean? Like, even if he was just there to sell them the firehouse at the end. Because <laughs> that's what happens. They get the firehouse at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they see the fire. This this movie was a constant fuck you to fans. You know what I mean? Like it, like over and over again. It was like almost there, but no. Like in the, like right when the they start out being Ghostbusters, they're like, we should get this building, and they showed the old Ghostbuster HQ, and then they're instantly like, we can't afford that. We have to go to this. We're we're gonna work upstairs to a Chinese food place. <laughs> so funny. It's like fuck you. <laughs> Why would you do that? And then, you know, like there, there were just like almost nods, but then they just took them away. You know, uh, every character that showed up was was one like um, all of the living, uh, with the exception of uh, Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis said no, thank you, because he does what he wants and nothing more, uh, uh, which is awesome of him. I like him. I like that too. Uh, but, I also you know, like to live dangerously. <laughs> in, in the movie, uh, the cameos are like Pete Vankman, or not Pete Vankman, sorry, Bill Murray. There are the none of the characters show up, just the actors. Bill Murray plays uh, a skeptic, an extreme skeptic, which is like, oh, I get it. Yeah, he was a Ghostbuster, and now he doesn't believe in stuff. Ah. And then. Uh, Dan Aykroyd just plays a, a random taxi driver that says that he ain't afraid of no ghosts, uh, to which uh, they took it out. But the, it was in the trailers that Christian Wig like argued with him, saying that, no, that would mean that you are afraid of ghosts, which is true. But you're again, you're, you're taking that that like, I'm just going to take that thing that you like and just, oh, I shit on it. Oh, yep. That's my shit. Yeah. Of course my shit's right there on it. You're harshing on uh, New York accents too. That's not cool. sure. That's sure, not, sure. not not in these days. So, how would you, if you had to merge the universes, how would you do it? Would you have maybe like uh, Kristen Wiig's character go accidentally go back in time and uh, change the she's she changes the past so that these four kids become Ghostbusters in the future? Like like now this movie is creating the old movie continuity. Hmm. Hmm. Uh- I don't I I here's my 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 fondest hope for this movie since they are I I mean they're pretty much saying this has zero ties to uh the the what year was that Ghostbusters of the recent years <laughs> uh, I think it was like 2017 18 you know I'm, I apologize Whatever. I can't keep track of time anymore it's yeah it's harder right anyway the point is they're not they're not i don't want to just keep calling it lady ghostbusters it's <laughs> very demeaning um do you know but, uh, while you figure out what you're going to call it did you know i was thinking the other day because i i recently um 2016 2016 there you go some, they, they they call it ghostbusters answer the call some some viewers may or viewers some listeners may be aware that i recently started watching uh japanese tokusatsu shows tokusatsu. super sentai and common writer recently and I got to the, I was thinking, like, um, uh, how how many series have I been watching a year? You know, 
like how long does it take me to watch a show and i was thinking like how many did i watch in 2018 and then it occurred to me that it was all of them i started in like february of 2018 (laughs) (laughs) and i thought man i swear it was like at least like the middle of 2017 or something but nope but nope all all of the ones that you know yeah roughly are, are, are a year year old yeah i watched 11 of them wow that's a lot Plus all of them, all of the movies that go along with it, and uh, and I watched zero other television in 2018. <laughs> right, then you know we used to get to get to chat about some stuff, and I'd be like, "You watch this?" And you'd be like, "No, no, not at all." <laughs> nope, not a single other TV show did I watch in 2018. I, I'm just saying, maybe branch out a hair. Just hey, a hair. I'm diversifying. <laughs> you do you. you, do That's, you. Okay. I, I diversified when I moved from Sentai to Common Rider. Oh, there you go. There you go. So, anyway, what do you call um, Lady Ghostbusters now? Ghostbusters twenty sixteen. We'll just call. We'll call it. Uh, you know, Ghostbusters twenty sixteen from now on. So, the the fact is that this is all new. Now, the trailer they 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 made a trailer. Now, the, the trailer's you know, the epitome of a teaser trailer. Um, it kind of sets the the mood um it is obviously not in new york city you know it's you know shows you a little farm um and there's like a little like you know barn house or whatever um and the you know it's very spooky not scary but spooky you know um the the highlights of it are it uses all the old music you know um every you know any ghostbuster fan is going to see this and it's going to be instantly recognizable music and somebody is obviously tinkering you know you see like blasts from proton weapon uh and then you know it 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 goes into the barn and you just see ecto-1 beat up old you know showing its age it's got rust spots all over it you just kind of see the 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 top cover flutter open you know because of a ghost um could be could be um and then then alfred goes i knew you'd come back (laughs) and then they cut that from the movie exactly exactly no um so again my fondest hope is that it it doesn't it doesn't matter we know what you're talking about um my fondest hope for this movie is that this one of the ghostbusters is oscar who was the baby in ghostbusters 2 that's what i want that's what i've always wanted from one of these sequels is that they grow up and oscar is like well technically you know i was possessed by uh vigo the carpathian for like 30 seconds uh when i was one (laughs) and uh and, and so i've always been interested you know um and then, you know, I mean, it, it's so hard when they do this. Like, even when they went and did Ghostbusters 2, they retconned all of the hard work that the animated series did. The animated series did a really good job. They gave us two or three episodes that really made it all make sense. It's one of my favorite episodes, Ghostbusters. They all... <laughs> They they do a flashback to how they met Slimer, like how they got Slimer to be their buddy. And the whole episode starts with them walking into the Ghostbuster firehouse in their tan suits, all covered in marshmallow. <laughs> and uh, they're like, oh, these are covered in ectoplasmic goo. 
Peter, take these down to the basement and burn them. And Janine's like, oh, your your custom outfits are just came in the mail. Here you guys go. And so they each get their their individual color-coordinated outfits that they wear throughout the rest of the show. And, uh, and there's a great thing where Peter doesn't actually burn the outfits because he's lazy and <laughs> they become sentient ghost outfits of the, the guys. It's really great. I love it. But anyway, um, they they – they mention everything in that episode. They're like, uh, cause uh, I, I don't know. You, you watched ghostbusters, not the real ghostbusters. So I know you don't know a lot of this stuff. Yeah. What did uh, the, what did the gorilla have to do with this? <laughs> the, in the cartoon show, the containment unit is huge, you know, on the, in the movie, it was like a, the tiny little like shape of a door wall unit, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so they, they I'm familiar with it from the toys. Things. Right. There you go. So they, they address all those things in this episode. They're like, we're going to have to make the containment unit huge. You know, <laughs> we, we got to fix this giant hole in the middle of the firehouse. You know, they they just they hit all that stuff. They do a really good job uh, of explaining all of that. And then Ghostbusters 2 comes out and they're like, yeah, we never recovered from the events of Ghostbusters 1. <laughs> we just shut down immediately. Nothing has happened in between. Except for Ray and Winston now make house calls and uh, and play to yuppie kid parties. It's like, that is depressing. This sucks. Why did this have to happen to you guys? Uh, sucks getting old. Right. <laughs> and that, you know, like, it's that's the funny part. The funny part is, is what did that movie come out in, like, 87, maybe? Mm-hmm. And the original came out in 84, and there was already jokes about them getting old. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, 2019. Kind of, they started out kind of old, right? That's, I mean, that's the thing is that you know, I like I keep thinking about you know they're making a new Indiana Jones movie, <laughs> and I remember Crystal Skull thinking, oh, Harrison Ford, buddy, <laughs> getting a little old for this, and then I saw a clip of it not too long ago. I was like, when <laughs> is, is this from Last Crusade? Oh no, it's not. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna live a long time, though. I think. Hey, you know, keep it, keep it going. I'm I'm happy to have him. But uh, anyway, I would love for this movie to do really well. I want it to, uh, you know, reach all the levels. You know, get let there be Lady Ghostbusters. Let there be Men Ghostbusters. Let there be. I don't care if any of them are white. <laughs> I'd be happy to give up that uh that that claim you know we we've get we had three white guys and and i you know what i will i'll say this to the day i i die winston got the shaft (laughs) he got the shaft i i always felt like winston was just as important as the other ghostbusters and more so in fact because he was the everyman you know he was who made the the jargon that they would spiel uh relatable to the audience you know Mm -hmm. and so he was a very important character and he got left out of like everything like all of the movie posters the the dvds the video cassettes it was just the three white guys on the cover (laughs) you know it's like that i i love ernie hudson ernie hudson is so great and i always felt poorly that that winston was not uh given the love he deserved you know Mm -hmm. Um and Arsenio Hall. Arsenio Hall played them on the cartoon show. How cool is that? I mean, oh, I didn't even know that. He he's he 
did a great job. It's awesome. Um, so anyway, it, I would it would be quite the thing if they could give us a, a, a whoopsie, we're sorry, let's fix it movie. You know, give us the the actual passing of the torch. I don't care if Bill Murray wants to be in the movie for five minutes or not at all. And just mention Pete Bankman. You know what I mean? Uh, just the fact that they're there and this is their universe and this did happen and they did exist. And they're not trying to like that. That's the thing that I think upset a lot of the fans. And again, I'm I'm definitely not on the side of the oh, ladies can't be Ghostbusters. Blah, 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 blah. I thought that they had a real shot, but I don't think, uh, what is it, Paul Fegg? Feggy? Feggy? Uh, I think it's Feggy. Feggy? Right. F- uh, <coughs> yeah. Fegg? I don't know. I don't, I, th- I blame, I blame most of this on him, to be honest with you. Um, so I, I, I feel like he did not do justice to, a, a franchise that had two movies, you know, 30 years ago that's still going strong. And then you just you make a movie that just kind of shits on it. Like, that's just not how you do it. You know, well, I think that's a good that's a good cue to move on to our next topic. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, Birds of Prey is a movie, I'm told. That's going to be coming out at some point. Yeah. Uh, and they put out a teaser trailer. And, uh, you know, I'm not into it. The <laughs> teaser the teaser trailer shows Harley Quinn, um, like, dancing drunk in a room. And then there's, like, a bunch of quick flashes of other characters from the movie, which appear to be Huntress, maybe someone else. Um, and who is it? Black Mask? Yeah, I can tell you from the article attached to the 19-second trailer. Now, again, I, I wanna I wanna put the the alert out on this. This is 19 seconds of a movie, so obviously we don't know much about it. But this is the 19 seconds that they thought was going to sell the movie. You know, this is the first 19 seconds of this this film put out there to say hey guys here you go here you go (laughs) get excited they miscalculated a little i think so because um so here here's the rundown of what we we know quickly uh margot robbie is reprising her role uh as harley quinn now again i feel like margot robbie could play a decent harley quinn she would never have been my first choice um, but I, I think that she's a good actress. I think she could play a good Harley Quinn. I don't think that she's been given the opportunity to yet. So, um, but she is, she is reprising her Harley Quinn role. Um, now I, I don't know who Mary Elizabeth Winstead is, but she is the huntress. Uh, Journey Smollett Bell is Black Canary. Ella J. Bosco, everybody has to have at least three names, uh, is Cassandra Kane, Batgirl, and Ewan McGregor, just to keep with the <laughs> three-name rule, uh, is the villain Black Mask. Uh, and, and then you know, because in the trailer, he's wearing sunglasses. Right, just like Black Mask does. 
just like Black Max does. Uh, and then uh, Rosie Perez. Rosie Perez. Rosie Perez. <laughs> this I'm is sorry, a Pat, weird did you say choice Rosie Perez? for me. Uh, Rosie Perez is playing Renee Montoya. Uh, there is nothing about Rosie Perez that sells to me Renee Montoya. Is is Rosie Perez doing like a like a renaissance? Like is she making a comeback or something? Like <laughs> she's trying. Is this like um? What else? Gonna... I, I haven't. That's one of the reasons I have a problem with this. What else has she been in lately? Because I feel like I haven't even heard about Rosie Perez since that Family Guy joke about how Rosie Perez talks good and stuff. We're gonna look it up. Anyway, so this trailer, as you mentioned, uh, <clears throat> they they chose this footage. And it's just like, it's it's Harley Quinn. I think she's got like a mallet, right? She's kind of it, maybe it in was, her Suicide Squad outfit. Um, and then it's I, like... I've, I've never seen a comic book Harley Quinn wear this outfit. But then again, I didn't read Suicide Squad books. Um, so... Oh, Rosie Press has been doing, it seems, a lot of voice acting. Right, right. On TV shows. Okay. Anyway, uh... So it's it's like Harley Quinn, she's got a mallet, but then it's like boom, 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 all these like three frame clips of other people. Right. And then it's like more than like, you know, of the 19 seconds, like nine seconds is just then just Harley Quinn like dancing with the martini. And it's saying, see you soon. And I'm like, no, you probably won't. Now, again, I, I will I will put this out there. I did not subject myself to Suicide Squad. I have yeah. not sat down to watch it. Did you uh, say this was written by the same uh, woman who wrote Bumblebee? I that's that's what this uh, this article is telling me. Because um, Bumblebee was very well script, written. S- script was penned by Christina Hudson. Uh, Bumblebee. Uh, it is also being directed by Kathy Yan of Dead Pigs. That's <laughs> I don't I don't know if that's <laughs> that's, not a, that's a movie. That's not a movie. That's just a thing uh, that happened. <laughs> called bacon um but uh she is the see that when they do stuff like this i feel like it's 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 hard to say if this movie turns i don't want to be the this naysayer you know what i mean but they they introduced her as kathy yan the first female asian director to helm a superhero film i feel like at some point you're reaching you know what i mean yeah. Uh, Patty Jenkins has been doing great, uh, great work on uh, Wonder Woman. I, I, I assume <laughs> other things, but that's the one I know. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to get uh, into like a "Where's my trophy?" kind of discussion. Yeah, they could, right? You know, but but you know. I'm I'm just saying like it's a uh, when when you're you're putting that out there right away, like before any like oh she's the first female Asian director. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. We win. We got there first. <laughs> you first, know? first female Asian director uh, over uh, uh, five foot six. I don't know how tall she is, but like, assuming <laughs> right. she's that, like then the next like, one is taller. Like, oh, the okay. first one that had their uh, their you know baby toe on their left foot amputated. You know that's that's a struggle. <laughs> oh, that is. You need um, that for balance. Yeah, and, and nothing, absolutely nothing against Kathy Yan. I know nothing about Kathy Yan. I so, hope that she's an amazing director that's going to make this movie fantastic. 
yeah but they just didn't put I anything about her and i feel like that's a really weird thing here's to here's push. the yeah here's the thing that um here's here's what i can say for fact Suicide Squad might have been a good movie if it hadn't suffered from ridiculous rewrites and reshoots. Sure. Um, it probably fine. would not have been a good movie, but it, you know, it, it had issues. Um, this writer has proven that she can write a competent and enjoyable film. And I don't know anything about this director. So I can't say for sure that like, like right. it feels like they've got, um, you know they've got that going for them so they there's a chance that it could be good it's just they didn't put any indication of that into this very short trailer, right but so. it, see that that's the other thing the thing is is that all of these people all of these people who may or may not be amazing put this 19 second thing out <laughs> their names are attached to it whether or not it was their idea who knows this could have been like two studio execs with a laptop saying we got to get some out right now you know yeah, could be <laughs> you know what could i mean very well be um, there, th this might not be any of these people's fault, but these people are attached to this 19 second trailer. And so I have to, if I'm going to judge it, I have to judge it on what this 19 seconds has shown me. And I don't like what I've seen. So, all right. So know, we will follow up on this when we've got a longer, fuller trailer. Right, right. Here's hoping, here's hoping that this is going to be, we're going to be like, wow, were we ever wrong? That's, that's yeah. what I, that would be nice. I, I've said that many times in the past about things like that one time when I said, um, boy, man, of steel actually looks pretty good. Yeah. Or Bumblebee, man, I couldn't care less about that movie coming out. Yeah. So <laughs> one of these days, here's what I'm hoping actually is one of these days I would like to say, um, boy, it, it sure feels good that DC has finally decided to reboot these movies. <laughs> Yes, yes, I agree. For you know, uh, last last note on this. Um, about two weeks ago, my wife decided to watch Justice League. Uh, she was trying to get her Jason Momoa fix, uh, and I just I had never Stargate. sat through. Just watch Stargate. There's so much. Sure. There's so much Jason Momoa in Stargate. And I didn't even I didn't even remember that he was on Stargate Atlantis. <laughs> I know, so right? funny, isn't that ironic? Uh, but. Uh, so the, this is the first time I ever, and I didn't sit through the whole thing, but she was like live texting to me about how awful it was. And it truly, truly was just, just horrific. Like, and I can, I can definitely see where people are coming from with the whole, they want the Snyder cut versus, because it's not like they, they, I don't even think it's a matter of they'd like the Snyder cut more than the Joss Whedon cut. I think they would just like to watch one cohesive movie. It mm -hmm. might be just as bad. It would just but be differently it bad. It wouldn't look like it was chopped up and put back together by people who didn't know what they were like. Like it's like, well, I got this box of parts. I'm not sure what kind of animal this was, but I'm gonna put it back together. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you oh, know, so I get a platypus. It, that, right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Actually, sir, there were about three animals in there. Well, there's one now. So. Uh, <laughs> That that is that is exactly how I felt. That and the mustache, the CGI, the so all. But oh. but it's not just the mustache. All of the CGI in that movie. What is DC's problem? What is their problem? Green Lantern. Now, granted, Green Lantern had a fuck ton much more wrong with it than the CGI. But the CGI was so shit, so rushed. 
the everything they, in, the, in the Justice League movie, garbage. They wasted fake they, as fuck. They had to spend a lot of the budget changing the scenes that they shot as night scenes into day scenes. <laughs> Because the Zack, right. the right. the mythical Zack Snyder cut takes place almost entirely at night, right? And the Joss Whedon cut takes place during the day or in a red place. Oh God! Just so and, and one like thing the, I want to born in like this terrible like Slovakian family or something for no reason. And, it's ugh. yeah. Anyway. There's there's a um. Well, okay. So here's what I'm gonna say about Justice League because I don't know how we got on this topic, but sorry. Um. <clears throat> One thing that Pat and I were talking about doing was using the uh, special edition, um, you know, not taking a break from this podcast on and off a little bit and doing more special editions of older movies that came out either while we were on hiatus or before we were doing the show or ones we just never got to. Or and we were I born, think, possibly. It's hard to say. Yeah. I think I think Justice League is a perfect starting point. Yes. For this for this endeavor. It will force me to watch it all yep. the way through. <laughs> and I I would like to because Justice League is one of those movies where I watched it in the theater um and then almost immediately afterwards I was like, I can't really remember a thing that happened in that movie. I remember Superman was flying, holding an apartment building at some point. <laughs> well, and, and you know what? I, I, I will say that sequence, I, I, I liked it. It was fun, but it had no place in that movie. It's yeah. So like the thing is, okay, I'm going to save all my commentary for the special edition, except that I want to say this at the end of the movie, Cyborg says, booyah, uh, with no, <laughs> emotion whatsoever and it's extremely disappointing it's painful it's painful but like i said like there were some fun moments like i really liked the and you know what never mind we're gonna save this for 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 the rest speaking of speaking of supermans that are kind of like the one you like but just a a bit different (laughs) pat tell me about this walgreens exclusive bizarro toy I, first of all, let me just say, good job. Thank that was, you. That was, that was spectacular. Mm-hmm. Um, and then speaking of spectacular, this toy. <laughs> I can't <laughs> fucking wait for this toy to get into my hands. I love Bizarro. I, I think Bizarro, when, when you know, done correctly, is one of the most fun characters you can mess with. I don't, but he he's, he's there's a love-hate thing. You know, because when you don't get it, I it really bothers me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like oh, yeah. the, his, his bizarro speech, I feel like you have to get it just right. If you right, just because, pick and choose which words are backwards, it doesn't. I don't like it. Right. Because then you're just like, wait a minute. Is is today backwards day or are you <laughs> right. just saying that because it is right. back or isn't it? Is it? Right. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so this figure and, and you know, like I said, I, I love bizarro. This is. This is kind of a classic Bizarro figure. Um, you know, the the more modern Bizarros are more stylized. You know, like we had a, um, what's his name? McGinnis. Ted McGinnis. Is that his name? Alec Guinness. Terry, Terry yeah, McGinnis. Yeah, yeah. Ted, Terry McGinnis. Um, you know, we, he, he, he had the, the, I think the last big Bizarro figure come out. I think it was his. Um 
but uh, but this is this one is kind of a bizarro for the ages. Now the the very first thing that I love about this figure is that he is in the back the packaging backwards. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that just it delights me to no end <laughs> that he's he's in the packaging backwards. Um now this is this is kind of a, a an all in one bizarro. This uh this gives you a lot of options. So he comes with his bizarro number one stone that that he wears. Uh, but one of my favorite things is that he comes with a bizarro Clark Kent disguise. <laughs> <laughs> and it consists of a tie. Uh just like a, a you know a, a tie that, that could go under a collar, but there's no collar for it to go under, so it just hangs on his neck. Uh, a pair of glasses and a suit coat with the arms ripped off. <laughs> and it's just so wonderfully bizarro. Yeah. And he just wears it over his normal, his right. entire like Superman he, outfit. You can definitely see that he has the bizarro Superman outfit. Now, again, this is, um, this is the more classic bizarro. So his, his outfit isn't that like purpley color that it is nowadays. It's a straight up Superman costume with a backwards S. You know, mm-hmm. um, I love the cape. The cape reminds me of the old uh, superpowers toys. Um, it's got that like plastic the, clip, the C clip in it. Yeah. Um, and the back just has like the yellow <clears throat> S on it. I think there's um, some wire in the edges of the cape too, so you probably get some good posing. Yeah. Is it? It is cloth, right? Yeah. It, it is, is definitely okay. cloth. It's a nice cloth cape. Um, and and again, you know the 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 bizarro likeness is there. His his face is all. He's uh, got, this one, his face looks more like scarred than than Rocky. Yeah, if that makes sense. But, but here's here's something that I particularly like. The glasses are really thick and right. bulky, and they cover up his like angry eyebrows. Right. And so when he's right. got them on, he he actually looks like he's got just like a regular expression instead of like an angry ish expression. It's true. It's true. Um, I also like and, that he comes with extra, like, flat hands for, like, uh-huh. up, up and away flying and stuff. He's got, yeah, he's got the flight hands. He's got the fist hands. And they are more than just white cast Superman hands. They have, like, the same affliction that is going on in his face, you know. Mm-hmm. Not quite that, you know, rocky bit, but like I said, more like scarred. You know, kind of think Freddy Kruegery, you know. Um, but, uh yeah, I'm I'm really excited. He's supposed to start hitting stores uh, or Walgreens, Walgreens exclusive. Um, he's supposed stores. to start hitting um, in February. So, uh, next week, we're 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 looking at probably by the time you guys hear this episode, uh, he, he's he's going to be out there. So keep your eyes peeled. Um, such a good toy. Ah, uh, like I said, if if. If I was a, an in the package collector, I would be just so thrilled. I'm still thrilled, even though I'm going to rip this sucker right out. <laughs> I love that he's backwards. It's so good. So smart. I love it. Anyway. Excellent. Now, next, moving on. You ready? Moving on. He man, what's going on here? What's going on yeah, with so, this? So, speaking of moving on. So, uh, I know Brian. I know you've been uh, out of the the masters classic game for, for some time now. Yeah. It's either been like a year or it's been like 10 years. I right, can't really keep track. You don't know how time works anymore. I got it. Um, now, did you, did you, I know you got that uh, laughing Prince Adam for Christmas. I did. 
Um, I haven't opened it. I, I actually like it in the box. So I, I've not opened mine either because I'm just I'm I'm at a point where my my toy collection has overtaken me. <laughs> I, I need to take a step back and kind of reconfigure. So I, I, if it's something, especially something like that, where I really like it, I don't even want to open it, you know, because I'm I'm a feared it's going to get misplaced. Um, that's something that my boss says. I don't actually say I'm a feared, but. <laughs> It's something that I say uh, because yes. my boss says it, and now it's in part of my vernacular, and I don't mm-hmm. like. It. Anyway, he, Pat's Pat's boss has some sort of like weird, like um, dialed up Chicago accent that no one else has. <laughs> it's yeah, it's it's like a Chicagoy Wisconsin esque. He is he is the heart of the Midwest. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. He, he might be the spirit of the Midwest. Um, <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, so. Here, here's here's my thing. Here's what I'm I'm coming to with these. Um, Super Seven is the the company that's that's putting these toys out. They have consistently, and I I'm not. I there's a lot of haters out there. We'll, we'll say, I'm not necessarily throwing shade here, as as the kids might say. Um, what I am doing is is trying to call them out in the hopes of a better tomorrow. They have consistently shown us beautiful product and then given us shit. Uh, And now you're going to give it back. (laughs) Now here it comes. No, Um, they, you know, the four horsemen, um, not of the apocalypse, but of the toy world are, uh, are still sculpting the the figures. So the the original sculpts and the paint masters still all look beautiful, just beautiful. But Super Seven seems to, and I, I don't know. It could be out of necessity. I don't know. But they are cutting corners pretty damn hard. And. By the time we get the figures in hand, now again, there's nothing you can do. Everything is pre-order. You you can't, you know, it's it's not even like it was with Mattel where you say, okay, hey, you know, here's my credit card, charge me once a month for a year. It's give us, you know, two hundred dollars right now, and then sometime in the next year or so, we're going to give you just one box of six figures. Um, now the difference is, you know, who you're getting but you don't really know what you're going to get, you know? Um, lately, the the big uh, upsets have been uh, Sorceress. They put out Sorceress. Um, and again, the the prototype, the, everything that we saw when we were purchasing it looked amazing. And then when we got it, they did a lot of shit to fuck it up. Like for some, like they made her really short. Like all of a sudden, like, the middle of her torso is just not there. <laughs> uh, the, the paint is so thick and globby. Like, again, you're you're going from looking at these. Seems like they could save money by not doing that. <laughs> right. You know, just just maybe just. Well, that's a, a funny thing. They're hinting at uh, their PowerCon exclusives right now. And all they're going to give us are. Um, some episode specific uh variants of tila uh he-man and man-at-arms when at one point he-man was turned into gold 
uh, Tila was turned into ice uh, and Man-at-Arms was turned into crystal. And so we're just getting like two clear variants and a gold variant. No paint. Just <laughs> so they really get to circumvent that issue with this set, uh, which is great for me because it's it's fine for me to take a huge pass on that. Um, but I, I've, th- this is the first, uh, the first time, um, uh, I've had no qualms with just saying no. Um, uh, this, this wave is, first of all, I feel like it's a, it's a heavy wave. They're usually four figures for some reason this time it's six and they're forcing you to buy a Prince Adam, even though you, you know, most of us just bought laughing Prince Adam. This is the same figure, but with a not laughing head. And it also, it comes with the laughing head as well. Does it really? <laughs> Who's kidding? Um, and then the the other thing that's, I mean, they do, it's kind of cool. Um, they, that link that I, I sent you has what his power sword looks like. Um, the, the sword comes with uh, a, a removable electricity field around it so it's kind of cool uh also apparently um he will have a, a an exclusive uh holding a loft hand that will mm. will help him point the uh the sword straight up okay. um, not shown so, in the images right uh, that, that was a late ad i hear um so again it it's kind of i don't know I don't know. It's it's a like if I could just buy the accessories for this, that'd be cool. <laughs> um, but the the figure itself, I've I've no want for. Um, and then who else is in this wave? This wave is is I feel like it's it's pretty weak actually. Um, Stratos, who was never my favorite, you know. Um, let's see, Roboto. Shadow Weaver is a big. Obviously, everybody was was very upset when Shadow Weaver was a an exclusive back in the day. You mm-hmm. know, now you have the opportunity to get her. If she's the only one you want, though, odds are you should just go find the other one and pay the big money for it because you have to buy. That's the other thing that they get you on. You can't just say I want Shadow Weaver. You have to buy all six of these figures, and after you buy all six of them, then you can purchase them individually. Uh, that sucks. Uh, can't you, like, can't you get these individually at Big Bad Toy Store for a markup? You, yes. So uh, what these I think work out to be is somewhere around twenty-five or thirty dollars a piece um, when you buy them in the in the bulk. Big Bad Toy Store, they're going to run you fifty. Okay. So, but again. The big problem is, you know, like I wouldn't have a big issue if I was like, oh, man, I really need that Shadow Weaver. 50 bucks. OK, but I've I've now seen we've seen like f- three, four waves from them now. And each wave, they they always look bad. Like they mm-hmm. the plastic is substandard. You can tell like just just holding them up next to what was the the Master of the Universe Classics collection is so painful, you know, to see the the quality dip so low and you're paying more money for them. And you're, while you're not, you know, you don't have that, oh no, I missed it. You know, now everybody who wants to, you just have a window, you know, and I believe the window either just closed or is closing probably by the time that you hear this episode. Um, 
but uh, you know the the window is open and you can order as much as you want. You know, if you want to be that that douche that orders fifty of these guys so you can try and screw people later, cool. It's all ready for you. It's available. Um, the the just PS closes January thirty first, um, and for this set you have to pay them $210 plus shipping. <laughs> um, so again, 210 divided by six, you're paying $35 a figure. Now, when these first came out, they were $20 a piece. Then they went up to 25 to great controversy. Great controversy. Great controversy. Um, and then, and now we're paying $35 a figure and the figures are coming out substandard, you know, the plastic is bad. I've had numerous issues. You know, um, I purchased their first wave of um, the 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 five point five figures. You know, the the actual vintage figures, and I love them. By the way, it's 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 one of those things where it's such a love hate relationship. You know, it's what a love hate relationship. No, don't you do it. Don't you do it. That rule doesn't apply anymore. Oh. Um, <laughs> But they they just they do such a good job of of getting you like 80 percent there. And then that that extra 20 percent is really hard to get through, though. You know, again, this is the comp. This is the only company right now that is trying to uh, give us vintage masters of the universe or, or you know a filmation represented masters of the universe toys and that's so cool you know but the product that we're getting at the end is just not good enough certainly not good enough for the <clears throat> price that we're paying you know a similar thing happened with bandai and the power rangers legacy toys uh-huh um you could you could hope that hasbro buys mattel <laughs> That's working out well for us so far. There's always been that, uh, you know, that hope, but I, I'm pretty sure we're stuck. You know, that that's, that's the thing that, uh, that kind of gets you is that when, uh, when you look at it and you say, Oh, you know, master universe is such a great property. You know, maybe I don't like what's going on right now. Maybe five years down the road, something will change. It's not gonna though, <laughs> because Mattel owns them. Now, granted they let super seven have them. But and that's that's the thing is like you're you're I'm so thankful to Super Seven because without them there would be zero He-Man product. Mattel mm -hmm. said we're done. You know. Yeah. Um, the fact that I have a filmation accurate Skeletor five point five action figure is so exciting to me. <laughs> you know, um, the fact that you know some point they're coming someday they're very bad at hitting deadlines that's another thing that, that bothers uh everybody but you know we're getting eldor and hero you know i will at this point right now this just happened the other day i am three accessories away from owning a complete u.s re u.s release masters of the universe action figure collection hmm. it's the tops stupid tops that came with a bunch of shit and they're really expensive <laughs> trying and, trying to and collect the the accessories but i have every single other u.s release action figure that does not include uh all the ride-ons and vehicles almost there on that but um 
the fact that it was kind of over, I bought like one of my last pieces and I was like, I, I had a, basically what I did is I have a, 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 a tub that has all the figures individually bagged with their accessories and everything. Um, and then I had like a bag next to the tub and you weren't allowed in the tub unless you were complete, you know? And I, I was like, oh, get out of the tub, you, you get out of the tub. I, it, it was, it was a moment where I was just like, oh my God, there's just these two guys left. And I mean, I could spend the rest of my life trying to find these pieces for these two guys. There's actually a guy on eBay that uh, that does repros of them. I think I'm just going to buy those and be done with it. And then if I find them at some point, great. But I'm not going to, you know, waste a lot of energy on it. But again, like there was that that moment where I was like, "Wow, I'm I'm kind of done, huh?" You know. But then I remembered, I got Hero coming, I got Eldor coming. And who knows what else, you know, other fun things are, are on the way. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's exciting. It's, it's fun for me, you know, um, they, uh, but they, they just got to stop screwing me over or, you know, like, you know, I, I see a lot of people saying, you know, stop pre-ordering, stop pre-ordering, you know, see what happens. And it's like you, you know, what's probably going to happen is they're going to fold, and mm-hmm. <laughs> we're not going to get massive universe toys anymore. So there's that 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 pull where it's like, I want it. But well, you'll have don't... to wait for the next cycle to come around because what'll happen right. is they'll stop. Then at some point, someone eventually, like on a galactic time scale, eventually someone's going to make another movie, and then there'll right. be toys for the movie. And then at some point, someone's going to go, hey, you know, there's a bunch of fans of the original toys who think our movie toys are shit. We should capitalize on that nostalgia and make original toys. It'll come around. Right. Well, and uh, you know, I mean, at the last I'm 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 very interested. You know, we're, we're right around the corner, like two weeks away, I think, uh, from uh, Toy Fair. Mm-hmm. And so um I, I'm very excited for for what is going to be revealed because we should be getting news on what She-Ra product is going to be available to mass retail. Um, and the, the last cartoon, right? from well from the Netflix cartoon, but they also said there was a there. This is this is what we've got to find out. The last time Mattel made a big public appearance was at PowerCon, um, which is the first time they've been there in years, which is a big. You know, it was a big surprise that they were there. Um, PowerCon is a He-Man and She-Ra, uh, I think Thundercats maybe, but ma- mainly a He-Man She-Ra convention. Um, but the fact is they, Mattel felt strongly enough to go out there and throw around some ideas. You know, mm-hmm. they they put out some, uh, they, they, they had, you know, those 12-inch figures um the just the vintage figures uh you know two upped basically um they had a couple of those where they fixed he-man's head which was amazing i will i will absolutely buy one if those come out on sale because i hated the way the, the i i got that he-man though i got it for like 20 bucks so i don't i don't feel too bad about it um but uh i i really hated the way they they made his head i don't know what they did to it like I can't put my finger on it. I just know it's wrong. You know, you know, you ever get that? Yeah. Um, but these were right on, you know. Uh, but basically, long story short, I'm I'm waiting to find out what Mattel's gonna do. 
Uh, Mattel like left the door open to say, yeah, we could do stuff there. It's, it's absolutely within our agreement with super seven and our wheelhouse to just, you know, play this dick move and, and we could do stuff, you know, but so far they haven't, you know, so we'll see uh, again, years, years gone by. Uh, what, uh, I don't know if you were, you remember this as well as I do, but, uh, you know, toy guru, Scott Nilek, 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 okay. Scott Nilek, uh, he, he famously told us that there was no room on toy store shelves for He-Man. Uh, there, there just, it's not a thing that you could, today's market won't allow it. There is no room for such things like that. And I think that should just segue right into uh, our next topic. Yes. DC uh, yeah, Primal yeah, Age. Primal Age. Wave have two? you, that we have, we have uh, confirmation of Wave 2 from London Toy Fair, but it has been long enough, uh, listeners, that you, you know, I have purchased and received several of these figures. Uh, and let me tell you what, I I am a happy guy, mostly. I'm a mostly happy guy. Um, now, I, I will warn anyone that will listen, um, do not buy your Wave 1 figures from Amazon. Uh, they were initially the only place you could buy them. Uh, you can now go to most, most local targets, carry them. Uh, my target has a whole end cap dedicated to them. Um, they're the same price as you would buy them from, from Amazon. Um, but they, uh, the, for whatever reason, they, these are a Funko product. Funko tends to rush things these days. Like, I feel like they, they make an announcement and then it's on shelves already somehow. Um, and that's, that's usually not conducive to being a good product. You know, um, it's not that they kept a lid on it. It's that they rushed it into production. Um, case in point, um, these figures that came, the, the Amazon figures came, uh, their legs notoriously just bust right off. Oh, really? Yeah. Are they like, how are they held on? Are they like rubber band? Or they're they're they not rubber band. Or? They're they're more like uh, the old Remco like knockoff He-Man figures where they have like a a set of ball joints. Yeah, a set of balls in the crotch. Gotcha. Um, and uh, disappointingly, for some reason, uh, in particular, Green Lantern suffered heavily, uh, mostly because they uh, they had the the crotch piece. Um, I, I forget the, the proper terminology ganged perhaps, um, together with all of his accessories. And so is cast in clear plastic and, uh, and most toy collectors will tell you clear plastic is the most brittle. Um, and so, uh, yeah, Transformers it, uh, collectors will tell you gold plastic is the most brittle, but ah, well, fair enough. There was no gold though. There was, there was no gold in it. So out of the things that were, were being cast, the translucent green was the the least good thing they could have cast the crotch piece out of. But uh, again, it wasn't only Green Lantern. Um, I'll, I'll, my wife uh, got me for Christmas. I got Batman, Green Lantern, Wonder Woman, uh, and Joker. Or no, Joker. I got Joker from my sister. Yeah, Joker um, got away. Joker got away. 
And uh, I independently have I have purchased a second Green Lantern because I love Green Lantern so much. Um, and I, I bought uh, King Shark, which is probably my second favorite figure out of the whole line. And I don't really care about King Shark. It's yeah, just I was going to really say, King Shark cool is like figure. a... I don't even know why anybody likes him as a character. Right. He's not a good character, but this action figure, I mean, just imagine, just, just, you know, if you, if you haven't seen it, put your, put your mind in the, the, the notion of a He-Man shark character. It's street sharks versus He-Man. How is that not a good thing? How is that not a thing actually? Well, it is now. <laughs> He's actually, the one thing that that makes me a little sad about this toy line is that they are more based on the idea of Remco figures than they are Masters of the Universe, and so they do not feature removable armor. That's I feel like that's their one flaw. Um, if their their armor was removable, it would give you a little bit more. Um, playability a little bit more customizing you know mm. um green lantern has some armor that's removable but it's all because it's all you know kind of made by his ring that's the idea um but anyway king shark has uh his his chest piece is another shark's teeth <laughs> that's awkward. so that's 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 pretty badass it's pretty creepy really you know, it'd be like, you know, I killed or my buddy fell in battle. And so I took his mouth and I'm wearing it on my chest. You know, that's it's pretty weird, but I like it. It, it works. It works. Um, he does suffer the he does not have head articulation, um, but I I don't actually feel like anyone's suffering because of that. <laughs> it's just I mean, it's, very, it's a very cool looking figure. Um but I also really love they they came out with beasts uh, and the beasts are Ace the Bathound that they very lovingly ensured was exceedingly inspired by Battlecat. He is in the exact same pose. He has the exact same like armpit <laughs> tuckaways where they they save some plastic. Um and his uh, his battle saddle and helmet are fully removable, so you could just have like this big, like direwolf kind of guy. Um, you know, kids twenty years from now will not know where the the helmet or battle saddle are. <laughs> Although I, I'll say this, they're they're made to stay on much better than Battle Cat's stuff ever was made to stay on. Yeah, I was gonna say uh -huh. any any toy from back in the day that required you to fiddle with a tiny little seatbelt. <laughs> was just not happening just not happening it's true uh, now it does uh it pains me of course but it, it's worth noting that these still fall into the uh and that's why these these issues uh come up with the the quality they are made for adult collectors they are not being made for children they will specifically state somewhere on the packaging for adults only 14 years and up and what this does is this allows the company to skip the testing. Um, so these are not tested for breakability, um, which so is obvious in their final yeah, product. I was say, they're, they're basically breakable. Part. They're um, going to be broken. You know, so these are not these aren't something that you can be like, here you go, son or daughter, play with this toy. It reminds me of when I was young. You, you can do that, but it, just know that it's going to be busted in like five minutes. 
Um, you know, to to that point, uh, I tried to put my Batman on. You know, this is the Batman I purchased from Amazon, uh, or I, I was purchased from Amazon for me for Christmas. Um, I I put him on uh, Ace the Bat Hound, and both of his legs just fell off. <laughs> Like they didn't even break. They just popped off the pegs. It just went. I was like, well, that that can't be right. And I looked like the the it's like the the plastic didn't fill all the way in around his thighs. Like there are little hole areas there. So they it pops on and off with with the greatest of ease. Um, now, I put my Green Lantern that I bought at Target on there. Fits great. Perfect. Perfect. So I'm probably going to be rebuying this the 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 portion of the line that I had uh, gifted to me for Christmas. I'm just going to slowly rebuy at Target. <laughs> uh, it, it was confirmed through the company that they went back and re-engineered things before they hit targets. So well, that still really sucks. It does. It does. You know, now I'm spending an extra thirty bucks replacing. But you see, that's the other. That's the nice thing about this, though. These guys were only like eleven dollars, you know. That is just about as cheap as you can get these days, you know. Mm-hmm. No, um, you're, you're right that there, there's like a, a. The only things cheaper than these are like tiny little blind bag things. Right, right. So, um, now part of the fun here, uh, we we did get like we said the we got confirmation of wave two. Now wave one consisted of Batman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern and Aquaman as the heroes, and then um, Joker, Scarecrow, Mr. Freeze, King Shark. I think that's it. That was all the bad guys. So, yeah, four and four. Is and then, uh, King you got, Shark, uh, hold on, wait. Is King Shark actually the king of anything? I don't think so. Okay. I, I, possibly the king of sharks, of shark people, maybe. Okay. All right, of street, of street sharks. Of street sharks. Um. And then uh, we we got the two beasts, the Ace the Bat Hound and the Joe the the totally made up for this toy line, uh, Joker Beast, which is just a big lizard thing, which I think would have been much cooler if they just made it Killer Croc. Mm. They should have just made it green instead of purple and called it Killer Croc and been done with it. But whatever. But instead, sure. they pulled a, a Panther. Right, right. But it, but not even like it would have been great if it was a purple wolf. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They, they they didn't even go that far. But don't worry. They're going to pull a panther in a minute. Um, so in wave two, we have uh, Superman, Flash, Lex Luthor, Black Manta, and Bizarro. Um, and uh, Crypto, the super dog, which is just a white version with a different battle saddle. <laughs> than ace the bat hound um again i really like the sculpt i love how much it reminds me of battle cat i will definitely be buying crypto uh here's the weird thing so for some reason superman instead of having both hands one of his hands is a mace and i don't think it's removable like I'm, I think we are to believe that Superman lost his hand, even though he's ah, super Aquaman style, right? And Aquaman does have that. Aquaman has this hook hand, um, but uh, 
But yeah, it's really weird that they went this route with Superman having the 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 big metal hand. It doesn't make any sense to me at all, to be honest. Um, well, I appreciate your honesty. <laughs> and then, of course, because as as is with such things, um, Lex Luthor also has that same hand, and Bizarro also has that same hand, but on the other side which pains me to no end because that means they had to make <laughs> a right arm and a left arm of this stupid hand. Just for the joke. Uh, yeah, just just for the joke. Um, so, and then Flash, which he was not, like these designs are not just, you know, for those of you who are either visually impaired or not looking at your computer screen, um, these aren't just like, hey, it's your heroes squatting in a 5.5 style. It's like a what if these heroes were born into a world of uh, sword and sorcery, you know, so like Green Lantern has got a you know fuzzy loincloth on and uh, armor and his mask is like stitched up, you know, uh and he's wearing you know he's got a shield and a mace and an axe and and he wears his lantern around his neck you know he wears a big like necklace of with the lantern on it um batman makes a little more sense you know his you know he's wearing like a, a kind of a cool uh pelt cape you know his batman mask is again very stitched together randomly you know um he just kind of has like a piece of bat armor on you know um lex actually i really like the look of lex lex they captured like a kind of a a knight look with his lex armor very well yeah you know i agree it's uh, cool. the superman like i said superman bizarre they're okay i'll i'll definitely be getting superman lex and uh crypto as much as I love Bizarro, I'm not 100% sold. I'll have to see if I see what he looks like in, in my hand. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like I said, Flash is weird. Like, he doesn't have any sleeves, which I guess kind of makes sense. It does not make sense. Open his arms, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't love the Flash design. But again, if it, if it comes down to it and that's the only one I'm not getting, I'll probably get it. Um, and then what's not shown in this article that I have linked here, I'll try and find another one that has it. Uh, Target is going to have an exclusive repaint of Batman. Um, the first issue was a, you know, gray and blue combo. Um, this one is a gray and black combo. So mm-hmm. Target exclusive on that one. Uh, but again, you know, to, to bring my point full circle, they have an entire end cap dedicated to this idea, including T-shirts, metal lunch boxes, uh, a hundred-page comic book dedicated to this idea, which I did buy and read, and I, I was uh, it was okay. Uh, Green Lantern was very underserved, so I felt a little cheated because he's my favorite. You know how that goes, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, the book wasn't necessarily bad; I just felt cheated. <laughs> uh, so. All in all, worth everything that I've purchased from them with my own money has been well worth it. Uh, like I said, steer clear of the Amazon Wave One 
uh, online unless you're, you know, intending upon maybe customizing or something where you don't mind if they just fall apart on you. <laughs> if you don't mind your stuff just breaking randomly. Right. Just just go for it. Breaking into shards in your hands. So. All right. I'm speeding this up. We got two more topics. Speed it up. We're running out of time. We're running out. We have limited budget for you know uh, it. for you know, bits. We only have so many bits. <laughs> um, Mega Constructs, I assume there's some new uh, Masters of the Universe and Hellboy and stuff coming Yes. Out. Yes. So um, they – have we talked – I feel like we must have talked about these things before on the show. I feel like we must have, but mm, um, who knows? Briefly – very briefly, Mega Constructs are the Mega Blocks answer to action figures, which sounds uh, not as cool as it really is. It's very cool. Uh, they have made this kind of teeny tiny, what, what are they, like two inches? Yes, inch they're very small. Half. They're very small, but they, they're, there's, oh, I have one right here. So uh, you've got ball joint on the head. Uh, swivel joint, swivel, like kind of a swivel ball joint on the shoulders, elbows, uh, hand, you know, wrist, waist articulation, ball joint, hips, uh, standard. I don't know. I don't know all the jargon. I should know since action figures play a large part of my life, but I don't know all the jargon. Um, Got hip, elbow. The knee, the knee, knee. bends. Bend uh, the knee. Um and then, of course, because they are Mega Blocks, they you can pull them all apart, you know, and and reconfigure them. In uh, you know, I don't I don't recommend doing it a lot because <laughs> they are tiny. Uh, you're gonna you know the the joints are gonna go on them eventually. But but anyway, these these cost four ninety five. This is my price point for an action figure. When I was a kid, that's how much action figures cost. So it does me good. To see something out there, I can still uh, get away with paying that that little for something. Um, now, again, what's really fun is that they really they mix it up. The these uh, the first wave of this specific they I think they call this the heroes wave. It's the uh, Mega Constructs heroes, and it's just you know it's kind of a grab bag. So the first wave of them had uh, He Man and Skeletor, and uh, hold on, I, I got I got them right here. So first wave was He-Man and Skeletor and Captain Picard and a Borg and uh, an alien and a, a Marine from Alien for them to fight, you know. Mm -hmm. um, then you got uh, wave two hit and wave two, you got Kirk and Spock and Fry and Bender from Futurama and Beastman and Tila. And then uh, wave three hit and that had Data uh, Leonardo from the Ninja Turtles, a all gooed up alien or a xenomorph from Aliens. Uh, and then you got the T-800 and the T-8000 from Terminator. And now hitting hitting stores now is Wave 4, which has Man-at-Arms, Evil Lynn, Hellboy, uh, uh, these guys, Kratos and, and Iza, Izio, Zio? I don't know. From uh, Assassin's and, Creed, and, I think. And so, and so. And yeah, Assassin's Creed. There's no N. It's E Z I O. Z O? E, e Z O. Anyway, and the T 800, you know, rounding out your, your Terminator stuff. Um, and then what's even cooler than all that, um, 
specifically for the Masters of the Universe fans, they just put out a five-pack of the first five figures, which a couple of them were pretty hard to, to come by, which is why I think they did this. Um, the Tila and the uh, the Faker were, were particularly hard to, hard to grab. Um, so they put out a five-pack of He-Man, Skeletor, uh, Tila, Beast Man, and Faker. Uh, and it's in the retro, like, Red Rock exploding packaging and it comes with a mini comic and everything so and it's only like 20 bucks you get all five figures a mini comic 20 bucks that's awesome and if that wasn't awesome enough they also made the wind raider so it's a full you know lego it's a mega block but it's a it's a a, a building a construction block set of the the one uh, He-Man vehicle that I feel like every child owned and ended up in your sandbox. <laughs> uh, and it's always broken. The the wings on the side were never there. Um, <laughs> uh, but it's such a it's such an iconic you know eighties, uh you know background piece. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was in every living room in the eighties at some point. <laughs> they didn't even have kids. Right. It's like, like eh. what, what, where did this come from? It's like, whoa, honey, the, you know, the eighties police came by and issued each one of us, one of these, it has to stay in the living room. Um, but, uh, so yeah, they, they made that that's 20 bucks as well. So right now for, for 40 bucks, you can get a really sweet Lego vehicle, uh, and, a lot of a lot of these figures because you get a He-Man and a Skeletor as well with the uh, the Wind Raider, uh, but you will you will have to hunt down Evelyn and Man at Arms yourself, and Evelyn has become quite a, a problem for people. I will hunt them, Pat. I will they, hunt them down like and said, destroy they them. Are, they are so fun. I right now I keep my my set of them at work. Um, they just kind of they they guard my keyboard from boredom. Um, uh, and I, I also, I buy these in bulk. I found, <laughs> I found, uh, one of the Walmarts by me, uh, had some of the older ones on clearance for a buck a piece. So I just bought them all. Uh, and I'm going to distribute them to children as I see fit. Yep. As, uh, as some type of Santa Claus. Generally children. I know generally, um, Again, I, I I brought up the uh, they also had, they had a very vast Ninja Turtle line, uh, but that flew way under the radar. I feel uh, it was it was not when this you know uh, the the mega construct uh, happened after they uh, put out the Turtles line. The Turtles line was kind of a precursor, um, and actually I ended up I have some of that because it was clearanced out. Um, one of the coolest parts was I had, uh, and I showed this to Brian while, you know, when I did it, but, um, they, they had a, a Raphael as, um, or, you know, in his like street disguise with the little trench coat and the weird rubber mask and everything. Um, and it was perfect for my Hellboy because Hellboy does not have a trench coat on and I always prefer, uh, the trench coated Hellboy and that I, I just, swapped it right off of my raft and now my hellboy has a trench coat and he feels much more complete so and he's a little 
A little more RAF. <laughs> not not too raff. much. Not too much RAF. Just the right amount of RAF. So in, in, in short, go buy them, man. They're awesome. They're cheap. They're fun. You really can't go wrong. All right. Last topic. I promise. What's going on with Knights of the Slice? I saw you added this. This was a, a late edition. A late edition. This, uh, you guys have heard me talk about Knight of the Slice for a long time. Um, their Kickstarter, I think one of the last things we talked about was their uh, Action Figure of Their Month Kickstarter that went through. And the the rewards have started coming in. I got my figure, um, which was actually, I, I, I think it's, uh, it's kind of an homage to... Uh, like Ultraman or something. A lot, a lot of red and blue and silver. Uh, I'll have to show you a picture, Brian. You might you might like it. It's probably like a jet uh, jaguar or something. Could be. Who knows? Uh, but then what they did this this was a surprise. Uh, the first figure of the new year that was not part of the Action Figure of the Month Club was what they call the Old Knight. Now, uh, you may or may not remember from my ramblings in the past, the Knights of the Slice are very based in, like, Sentai. You know, they they look uh, like Power Rangers for the most part. Um, but they they take on different, uh, different you know, the, that was the, the first wave. The first wave of them looked like uh, Power Rangers. Then they looked a lot like kind of Halo guys after that. You know, they had some very teched up armory things going on. Um, but now they, they put out the, the old guard, the, the old knights. And so they are, they're literal, uh, knights in armor and such. And these like blew me away when they came out. Um, I, I, I like, I, I still, the, one of them is, is pretty obviously an homage to, um oh i can't can't even remember his name the um the paladin from dungeons and dragons uh from the cartoon show he's got the silver and the blues and uh he just he looks so heroic-y cool and awesome um now again the shtick of these uh as with a lot of these kinds of toy lines is that they try their their damnedest and they do a good job of giving you different characters while giving you the exact same toy, just in different colors. <laughs> um, so this, this, the, the good night here, good night uh, has, uh, he's, he's all metallic silver with light blue accents. Uh, and then has this really kick-ass uh, cloth goods cape um, where it's got like a metallic sheen on one side uh, and a nice flat, color on the other side and it's almost the exact color of the superpowers batman cape i don't know if you if that's a, a good reference for you or not but it, it's very close <laughs> to that it's a light like a baby blue yes pat i too am cursed with knowledge <laughs> excellent I'm, work, um, I'm trying to work it in more i like it i like it i think you should do it all the time um uh, and then uh also in that same release they actually released three but i only got two of them um, the other one is a black and red motif. Um, very, very I like that cool. one. Uh, again, with the 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 cape being kind of a, a sheeny, metallic-y color, um, it it just makes it pop, you know. Um, and then they come with 
they come with these accessories again all of them come with the same thing but that's part of what makes it fun for you to you know you add stuff to one and not the other and whatnot uh makes them a little more unique um so they each come with this kind of a a hellboy hand <laughs> i would say it's uh it's just i assume it's supposed to be a mechanical arm it's kind of like um, an infinity gauntlet without the infinities yeah and it's only got three fingers for some reason instead of four you know so it's oh. it's just this kind of big it's a ninja turtle gauntlet nintendo power glove kind of a thing that happens uh which is fun uh and then the other one i like even more it's an arm mounted old-timey cannon, cannon. <laughs> yeah like a cannonball cannon right so you would load a cannonball into this and then probably launch your arm right along with yeah, it. no kidding <laughs> just in the other direction um but still i love it as a concept as a toy concept it's brilliant it, it is just it is wonderful it wouldn't work practically but but i love it uh, so again you know like maybe the the bad guy's got the big arm or maybe the good guy's got the the cannon because good is dumb hmm. <laughs> uh, but <clears throat> pardon me the only thing that that keeps me from putting the big hand on there is the the hand takes the place of the right hand and the right hand is the only one with a kung fu grip to hold the sword the other one is just a fist so if you if you replace that he can no longer hold his sword <laughs> mm. now again the you know part of the fun of this is that these parts are they're all glios or glios compatible um so you can pull these parts all to hell and back mix and match them you can make your own builds you can take the original guys and mesh them with these guys you can take the super you know futuristic um you know halo looking guy mesh him with the knights you know they they do a good job of trying to release colorways that are similar to older colorways so you have options to build with um they're also really good at when they release something like this they, they call them a material boy where it's just a blank figure, you know, so you can get extra parts. You can get, um, you know, if you wanted to get red accents, you pick up the red one and then mix it with the black one more. So he's more red to him. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, they recently uh, had a, um, at the actual, like the Glios uh, proper, I guess um, they had a crossover and they release like a kind of a translucent blue night. It's very cool, kind of spooky looking even, you know, just like, like a little, uh, it could be a ghost kind of a figure. Very cool. Uh, but of course, somebody somebody immediately figured out um, to take the red knight and that knight and put them together and make a Crystar knight. <laughs> and it's just, it's perfect. It's perfect. So, uh, you know, somebody else had that in the back of their head somewhere, you know. Um, but uh, again, they are, I think they just did another drop. So if you were interested, go to the website, uh, in the links where we we post something in the links there, I'm sure. And, yep. uh, in there. you can, you can pick up, uh, some of the nights that I, I was talking about the, uh, the Cray Drake, uh, which is the super deluxe old night, uh, is the silver and blue and the, uh, the Pike Resnor, uh, is the black and red. Uh, so you can pick those up. I did not pick up the green one, that green, and it just didn't do it for me, even though green's my favorite color. 
it's weird for me. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I digress. Uh, that's all I have to say about that. Oh, well done. <laughs> I think that uh, completes today's episode. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you would like to follow us, head over to facebook.com slash structure gibberish or go to uh, structure jib on Twitter. I'm underscore B Sokol. Pat's uh, uh, Green Lantern 999. He probably won't respond to you, though. To be uh, fair, I tur- I opened Twitter the other day. You may have noticed that I liked something from like six months ago. Yes, I appreciated <laughs> that. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, jibcast.com. That's the website. Don't forget to check out Special Edition. Um, two movie reviews are new, and uh, there might and be some more coming. So, yeah, that's if it. You ever, if you ever have any ideas for us, we're not going to listen to them, but give them to us anyway. No, we'll <laughs> listen. I will definitely listen. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Always yeah. happy to listen to our fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're always up for um, you know shaking it up, shaking Toots. it, shaking it out, shaking it, shaking it down shaking it we're, is this we're podcast over i think it ended like an hour ago that seems about right it could have been 10 years ago for all i know <laughs>